Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello. Hello. And welcome to Stalking Time for the Moon Boys. With me, David Baddiel. And me, Tim Hinks. Best we've ever done. And no, you brilliant. thought... You did it in a very soft way then. No, but you well, thought you, you'd screwed it up by saying hello at the same time as me, but we said it exactly yeah, at the same time, yeah. which sounded like we'd practised yeah. it. Try I, again. I mean, I think you were trying to screw it up in a comedy way. No, I think... You looked at me, I thought, is it me? <laughs> I thought I was go- I thought it was... You were sort of in a sense saying, can you start? No, but we just right. said it hello together. Yeah. I mean, I think it's almost textbook, if any that, that, podcasters... That, out there, junior podcasters, yeah. a lot of whom I think probably listen to this. Mm. That, yeah. That's how you should intro a podcast. But you did it in a very late night radio It's only way. taken us 170 episodes to get there. You did it in a very soft, like, yeah. it's two in the morning. Slightly smoky. Doing... Yeah, I like that. That's good. Yeah. I mean, yeah. We've slightly ruined it by talking about it for mm. far I know, too but it's, long. A, it's a moment, isn't it? Um, so, yeah, welcome back, listeners. We're back in the shed. Mm. Uh, after we weren't in the shed. But it's lovely in the shed. Uh, now, both of us feel that, let's be honest... Story time of the Moon Boys kind of peaked in the last episode, mm. so mm. we should possibly end it forever in the last episode. Not but, only is this the last show of the tour, <laughs> yeah. this is the last show we'll ever do. Yeah, but we're not going to do that because we just like doing it, even though we, I think we've accepted. Also, that. the audience would be incredibly silent. So, okay, fine, yeah. sure, that's what you think. No, but the the first five minutes of the last episode, which got kind of more and more extreme and shouty, and then it, and then I broke a glass. Are you trying to break, are you trying to, are you trying to recreate it? <laughs> I'm pouring a glass of water. Okay, uh, that we we both feel that that it was maybe the mm. as far as you can take the art mm. of talking bollocks yeah. podcasting. I don't think I've ever been involved in anything that was 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 as I mean that was the peak, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. you texted me to say that. Yeah, no, I did. Yeah, didn't yeah, I? Yeah, 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 I said yeah, I think yeah. that might be the best thing I've ever done. Um, anyway, I uh, think there are one or two things though. Mm. that we still need to clear right. up about right. last week's episode. Right. I mean, one of the things is, I've just seen this, mm. is I am impressed by the way that listeners, almost anything that we mention, listeners will go and find out stuff about right. it. So one of the things we mentioned on that episode, or was that episode, the previous episode? I think it was that episode, was that uh, on David Bowie Gets Annoyed, the slightly yeah. disappointing montage of David Bowie <laughs> not getting annoyed, yeah. The only time he does get annoyed is when he's talking to Jules Holland on later because he says, I've got some viewing planned tonight. That's right, yeah. And I said, I wonder what it was. Mm. So David of Stourbridge says, regarding what DB was said to watch after the later recording, I've done a little digging. Wow. The show was broadcast on Friday, 18th of October, 2002. Later is, at least now, recorded on the previous Tuesday, okay. which would be 15th of October. He says continued because he runs out of Twitter space. Then his second tweet says, on that night, the recording of later, 
BBC One showed Haunted, a James Herbert adaptation. <laughs> well, but this is interesting. Whilst earlier, the edition of Top of the Pops 2 on BBC Two featured David Bowie. So what he's saying is... He might have watched himself. Well, he's trying to suggest what was... I mean, Bowie might have had all sorts of things. By 2002, we're already, as you know, in a multi-channel environment. Yeah. It's good to give that a mention. Yeah. Yeah. He could have had a DVD that he was watching. Yeah. He could have just been talking about going home and watching Imam, you know, sing something to him. Right. Uh, Because he just says a night's viewing. But if we stick just to the BBC, because he hasn't gone as far as ITV. He's gone all that far and he hasn't checked out ITV or Channel 4. Right. He says, BBC One showed Haunted, a James Herbert adaptation, and Top of the Pops 2, which was on, I didn't realise it was on already in 2002, on BBC Two, featured David Bowie. I mean, it would have featured someone else as well. So, yeah. That's almost like a sort of outtake from Line of Duty, that forensic. Incredible, isn't it, how he's put that together? That is forensic. Um, and And in the same way, slightly disappointing by the end. A bit... Yeah. 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 Uh, apart from that, it's mainly people saying things like uh, poo bags and plops, laughing emoji, crying emoji, Clark crying emoji. And someone else right. called Brian says, plot, plop, had me laughing out loud on a run this morning, not runs. So, yeah, that, that's the kind of uh, yeah. level that we're in. He might show how far that joke will stretch. Not quite that far. Not quite that far, yeah. yeah. But we appreciate it. Yeah. Um, uh, there was something else I wanted to bring up. Let's just play again the bit from Breaking Glass that we discussed okay. the other day. Yeah. Let's just play it again because yeah. we've got new info about oh, this. Right. Wow. Uh, oh, no, the Breaking Glass movie with Hazel O'Connor has come up. Who, who was a sort of Bowie? I mean, there's probably a Hazel... They probably met, right, Hazel O'Connor and Bowie because she sang in that... I'm what, checking it. She, 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 sang in, she sang as if she'd listened to Scary Monsters a lot, didn't Definitely. You? I mean, a was lot that, of people did at the yeah, time. Yeah, it was that sort of 80s. Hazel O'Connor on Cutting David Bowie's Hair. What? She, she tells his story twice. Right. Cutting David Bowie's hair and refusing his offer to dot, dot, dot. Oh, I wonder Does, what. Well, we're going to have to find out now. Mm. So Are you at school? This Are you a, at school? Remember that? This is what I was going to play. Right. Okay, here we go. Let's see what, what Hazel says. And one thing we left out was you did meet David Bowie and he offered to write some songs for Breaking Glass and you turned him down. He said, no. <laughs> yeah. It was already written on. Thank you, David. Very kind. How can you but... turn around down David Bowie writing the songs? How do you? Uh, I, well, because I was a spunky little monkey yeah. at that time. He comes out and Tony takes us into his office, says, um, you know, this is David and this is Hazel. And Hazel's just done a film called Breaking Glass. David said, oh, Breaking Glass, they, did they name it after my song? And I went, no. And then he said, you know, I could write some songs for you if you want for the film. And I thought, no. I said, we've already recorded them, actually, but thank you. And then number three question was, you cut Tony's hair, don't you? Yes. Will you give me a haircut? <laughs> and I was in seventh heaven. The thing I take away from that is you don't really know where you are with Hazel O'Connor because she, t- she treads a line where... She's incredibly dismissive of him, yeah. but also saying she's a he- he's a hero. Yeah, like, well, I think also you don't know where you are because I have a memory of her. Right. It's a kind of, you know, quite edgy punk, yeah, you know. kind of. Temptress woman. Yeah. For, and here, I'm afraid, she's okay. a bit like a woman who's come up to you in the post office right. and you're thinking, I don't know when she's going to stop okay, yeah, with no, this anecdote. Well, she, but she, she, she said she'd never heard of Breaking Glass, which seems that odd. That seems odd. Because that was three years ago. Also... Um, Nick Lowe also did ha- that song, Breaking... And she said, no, we made up the title. Breaking Glass is not a title she's particularly made up, right? Well, it's a film. Right. It's a film. Was it's it also a, a song of hers? I don't think it was... A, I don't know, actually. I don't think she did a song, but, but... 
Um, what was Breaking Glass the film anyway? Breaking Glass was this film. I can't remember. I mean, I remember it being around and. Was it slightly sci-fi? I, I mean, possibly. It wasn't like a. You know what I always think of when people say Hazel O'Connor. Mm. Uh, spill my Don't. tea, oh silly me. Being. What's the... <laughs> That's the. Line. I didn't do it very well. Oh, is that in the song? Yeah, it's from that. It's that from beautiful song. She did one very beautiful song. Will right? you? Will you? That's right. Yeah. yeah. Will you? That's a but before song. she gets into, is it Will you? Yeah. Uh, it's getting kind of late night. Yeah. All that stuff. Before yeah. that, I spill my tea. Oh, silly me. That's right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But that was, a, uh, that was a very beautiful song that Tracy Smith, who oh, I sorry. really had a thing about at school, was really into. That's oh, was what it that Tracy Smith? Yeah. Did you get off with Tracy um, Smith? No, no, Why? absolutely. Because she wasn't remotely interested. I think I might have said this. I did go out with Celeste Osmiston. Mm, no, you who, haven't said that. Right. I would remember Celeste, that because it's a ridiculous name. Well, Celeste was... was Celeste what? To, Celeste Osmiston, who yeah. was... Really beautiful when I was about sort of fourteen. Yeah, she was nearly and in the Osmonds, but she, she um, but don't speak ill of her because she was absolutely beautiful. It's not speaking ill of her, so she was <laughs> nearly true. in the Osmonds. That's true. <laughs> How is that an insult? Well, why? What do you? I you mean, know, it's uh, you know a... the swings at Whisper Green. <laughs> <laughs> the swings where swings at Whisper Green in your in your yeah, home village. village in I don't, but yeah, oh, I right. can imagine okay. them. And, Basically, and Celia Osmond, Celeste Osmondson. I went up to. I wonder where she's now. How, how old were you then? Fourteen, right? And I went up to her on the swings, and yeah. my recollection is I asked her out, which oh. seems a bit bold for me because. But anyway, I asked her out, and she said yes, mm. and then I came away thinking, "Great, I'm going out with Celeste Osmondson," and nothing happened. Oh, I mean, literally didn't see. I mean, how we old didn't, was Celeste? She was uh, <laughs> how old? <laughs> yeah, how old was Celeste? She was sixty-seven. <laughs> <laughs> 52, 52, 52 yeah. 53, Something like somewhere that. around there, early 50s. Yeah, yeah. And um, she, she, we never spoke of it again. Oh. So it reminds me of when I first probably still going out with her, isn't he? Uh, attempted to cop off with ladies, right. I, I mainly did it through a uh, Jewish youth group called Habonim. Have I mentioned this before? I think I'm supposed to be have. There was a thing at Habonim where if you wanted to get off with a girl, you sort of had to ask them formally by saying, okay. will you go with me? Okay. Like, like not even out. Who there was set no, this rule? As in, I don't remember. Right. There was no out really to go because you were just on yeah, camps yeah. or in yeah. places in North London. Right, right. So there was nowhere to go out. So you right. said, will you go with me? Yeah. And uh, my, it took me ages and ages to ask Avril Cowan, I think it was. And, right. uh, and she just said, oh, I wish you hadn't asked me that. <laughs> really? <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and it really, you know, was not great for me at the time. That's so much that. worse than no, isn't it? Yeah. I, I wish you hadn't asked, asked me that. that. Yeah, I know. That's it's just... sort of like what, uh, you know, you say when you're an adult and it's like really, really devastating yeah. something from your, his, that implies... your history that someone's right. asked you. But that implies it's more than just a no. Yeah, exactly. You're not going to want to hear what I really think about that. <laughs> yeah. And now you've put me in a position where I've got to tell you, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> I wish you hadn't asked me that. <laughs> but, you know. Well, um, it's all right, I'm over it now. Um, no, it's good, it's good. Just to go back to... Oh, well, let me let me just get the breaking glass thing. Way, it's so nice not to be at school and be involved in any of that stuff, isn't it? I mean, I know it was a long time ago. It really is a long time ago. It's so nice to be early... What am I now? 51. What are uh, you? 50... 54. Right. Uh, it's not that nice because, you know, death is around the corner. Yeah, but... Uh, you know, uh, breaking glass by bow. I'm just going to play it yeah. again because we've had some new info about, okay. about this. Let's see if we can actually play a bit. <laughs> Okay, so we had a long discussion yeah. about what that might be. And both of us thought it might be some kind of pentangle-style thing. Um, and that's correct, uh, as it turns out. Uh, Dolly told me uh, that Bowie was drawing Your pentangles. Yeah, my daughter. 
because um, he was convinced right about that time that, and hang on, I need to get it up, get the exact phrase up here. Uh, in a search for some true spirit around about that time, Barry became obsessed with Alistair Crowley. He became a paranoid recluse in L.A., drawing pentagrams on walls and carpets yeah. to, con- to conjure demons, uh, throwing associates' wives, I haven't heard about this bit, out of recording sessions, and this was the bit that I really wanted to get to, because he was convinced they were witches plotting to steal his semen to create oh, the Antichrist wow. on the witches' Sabbath. Um, wow, that's And the likelihood specific. of accuracy, the NME record, is 99%. The line, don't look at the carpet, I do something awful on it, refers to this time. What's so, the 1% of doubt? I don't know. The NME is... It's from Sense of Doubt on Heroes. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> that's what they've that's got, about. They've, <laughs> got, they've, got, they've worked out that that's... So it's about witches, witches stealing a semen. Well, yeah, he How? Th- well, that's a good question, isn't right. it? Right. Because you... if you were worried about someone stealing your semen, yeah, I think just like wearing your trousers done up. Oh, I see what you mean. It's probably enough mm. to stop it being stolen, rather than a pentagram on the floor. I see what you're saying. It's not as a prophylactic. It's poor. Yeah. You're saying is it? Yes. I'm doing it in terms of prophylaxia. I think that what he's prophylactic just means uh, stopping you, right? yeah, reproducing. Is it specifically about reproducing? Oh, or I see. yes, no, you're quite right. Yes, no, good point. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's a sort of, yeah, but he's probably going through that thing where he's sleeping with lots of women. women. And then... Well, he's a recluse at this time, it says. But somehow in his self-loathing or whatever it is, he's thinking, I've slept with a witch. Yes. Uh, Isn't it? Slightly misogynist. Yes. Do you see what I mean? It's like thinking they're all witches in there. Yes, and all so, of them All of them witches, which yeah. is a line from Rosemary's Baby. Is, it, is that right? Yeah. Uh, but and, and he's drawing a pentangle as a way of uh, <laughs> of stopping what making making sure it doesn't get into uh, his pants and extract his semen, right? And then create the antichrist. I used. I to... mean, there's quite a lot of stuff to be worried about there, isn't there? Because not only yeah. are they worried that his semen is going to be stolen, yeah, but that they're going to use his semen to create the antichrist. So, right at some level, Bowie must think that he is the son of right that his son is going to be the devil. I see what you're saying. That yeah. he is the devil. Do, Right. And isn't it? Isn't the devil the one who gives birth to the Antichrist? The devil gives birth to yeah, an Antichrist? Yeah, isn't that what happens? Okay, maybe, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, in the Omen... Right. In the Omen, Sam, yes. that, that Australian bloke... Yeah, Sam O'Neill? Eaton. No, Sam Neill? Sam Neill, not Sam O'Neill, Neil. that's Martin O'Neill, who manages <laughs> Nottingham Forest, you're thinking of. Sam Neill yeah. is the devil. Right. And he has a baby yeah. at the end of it. And that baby is going to be the Antichrist. Okay, so that's how that's genuinely so, what happens. So, if you're listening, Duncan, yeah. I've always assumed Duncan isn't this. Oh, he might be the son of. The, but, the, but I think I think mm. that round about this time, right. David thought that his his son seed, Se- right, his right. seed was going to spawn right. the devil. Right. Um, what 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 do you do when you eat a boiled egg? Like that's a bit of a left turn. It's not though. But I what do you do? Thought it might not be. What uh, do you do I, when you eat a boiled egg? I in an egg cup. Yeah, I I, I, I shatter. Is that the right word? Uh, cut off the egg. Cut, right. Cut off the top of the egg. Yeah. I don't. I don't actually. Generally, I, I I hit it with a spoon. Okay. And then you to create a crack in the egg. Right. That I can then peel the eggshell yeah. and eat it. That's so what do you I take do. the whole eggshell off? No, just the top of right. it. Right. Obviously. So you eat the egg. I always always have soldiers, <laughs> as well. That seems for your insecurity. That seems why. <laughs> so no, I don't mean soldiers. Right. I mean toast soldiers okay. rather than so secu- security men with machine guns. So take me to the point where you've eaten the egg. Really. Why? No, as in, is that such a big thing to ask? Okay, you've, I've eaten the egg. You've eaten the egg. Now what? Well, that's what I'm asking. What happens now? 
Well, I uh, often read the paper, <laughs> I a cup of tea. That's what I thought you were going to say. What I do, yeah. and still do, yeah. I don't have that many boiled eggs at all. No, it's not I, I quite like a boiled egg. I'm not, different question. Yeah. I, <laughs> I rarely have them, but when I have them, I, know, I, I do this because people have commented on it, I take the teaspoon mm. and I put a hole in the bottom do you? of the eggshell. Why? Like push down. And that's because... Yeah, you're worried about witches stealing your When semen. I was younger, <laughs> I was told that witches All right. use the eggshells mm. uh, as boats. It's hard <laughs> to tell you this without it sounding, but this is what I was told. And they use them to travel across the sea. Really? Uh, okay. It's the first time I've thought about how now, small those witches are. But anyway, it's becoming clear to me why Celeste Oz Ormondroyd <laughs> decided not to go out with you. Just went yes and immediately ran away. <laughs> the eggshell guys asked me out. I did what you told me. They yeah. said yes and ran. Yeah, I ran away. Uh, and I still do that. But like anyone with, with sort of whether you're anxious about things, I think it's not a big thing to tap a hole in it. No. Why not so do why it? Why not just, why yeah, not belt just and braces? Ta- absolutely belt and braces. Yeah. No reason not to. Although, this is a while back this happened. You're right. 51, you said earlier. Yeah, no, that's true. Um, well, you're talking about an older conception of witches, aren't you? One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Whereas now, I think of which is a sort of Harry Potter... Oh, it's, yeah. yeah. Actually, more... oh, I've never understood that about Harry Potter. Are you a Harry Potter fan, Belle? I have to look at you as the young person in the room. No, I'm not really, actually. Oh, because okay. there's something I don't understand about Harry Potter, which is, like, yeah. there's wizards, right? Okay. And wizards, are, and all of them are wizards, all yeah. the big ones. But does that mean the women are witches or not? As a, Sorry, what do you mean? Well, what? are they called witches? Is in her, Harry Potter? Hermione, or... is she a witch? Oh, I see what you mean. I know um... she's a mudblood. Right. But that aside, is right. she a witch? or is Because that... she's magic powers. You mean, she's it? a woman with magic mm. powers. And they're wizards, and wizards are associated in my yeah, mind with witches. Yes. But did JK, and I know call, JK, right, did she I can ask her, ask did, she, did she balk at the idea of calling them witches, right. trying to reclaim witches as a word? But I would have said if you did that, because I think there's a sort of, there is, again, misogyny thing, isn't it? Women yeah, of course. As witches is a, is a, is a It is, thing. but that's what I'm saying, is you could reclaim right. it. So anyway, but anyway, so that's so what, we've cleared that up now. But I suppose oh, as David should have done. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the terrible mess on the carpet is yeah. that that's why He's he did about it. witches. And there I is can one other that. tiny element of this. Mm. I know you've got some stuff that you want well, to. No, it's not, not. no well, I want to hear the stuff. I, mm. There's one other which I hadn't heard before. Right. Which is 
I just heard that he drew the pentagrams because of the witches and, and his semen. Yeah. But it says here that he was throwing associates' wives right, out yeah, of recording yeah. sessions. Right. And so I wonder who they were. Yeah, who would that be? And um, that makes him a really terrifying individual, doesn't it, at that point? In 77? So yeah, who? I guess. Who, what, it'd be like Brian Eno's wife. Is it, is it that sort of thing? Is that what you mean? Yeah. yeah. Is it Brian Eno? Is it Mrs Eno? Mrs. Eno was thrown out. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, what was he throwing them out on the out of recording might, session? He, he was have... convinced they were witches. Fuck. I mean, all he needed to do was yeah. put a little hole in his egg. Exactly. And there's no way they could have got there if they were on the other side of the ocean. <laughs> no way they could have got there. Also, they didn't even do that to Yoko, did they? I mean, that's a really full-on thing to do, isn't it? It's just a Yoko was a witch. Well, what I'm saying is, like, if you want to throw associates' wives, yeah. I mean, Yoko how... does look a little bit like an egg. Like a poor <laughs> I'm egg. sure that's a little right. bit. Really. I can imagine... Everyone it, looks a it, bit like an egg. Well, you do, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> yeah. But I just think you could paint a boiled egg, Yoko. Like, not not so much now. But you look a bit like an egg. Well, we all look like an egg, That's you're what right. I'm saying. You're right, we all look like an egg. But and I have painted myself on an egg. <laughs> right. But I just think Yoko, I can imagine it. And John. It's just two boiled she eggs. sounds like an egg. What do you mean? Eggs don't make noises. Yoko. That's all I'm <laughs> Oh yes, that's. I knew you're right. You know what? That's the most you know what's, thing to you say. Know what's terrible about that? Is that what you mean? What is terrible about that is that I knew there was a yolk egg connection, and I didn't make it. I just thought you I said the thing I, that I, isn't I, true that she no, looks well, like an egg. Well, yeah, that's because I, if I could if I could plead innocence, guilty, whatever the word is right. in this situation, I knew there was a joke to do with Yoko and eggs, but it didn't come to me that it was to do with yolk. It's not that so, she looks like. So one. I just said she looks like an egg. It's. Have you heard Yoko's new album? <laughs> <laughs> it's what? It's probably the full Brilliant. joke. Brilliant. Oh, Yoko. <laughs> John said oh, when he yeah. uh, when he's uh, well, unfortunately broke his egg. Uh, <laughs> uh, so anyway, uh, I've got. Do you want to hear about? We haven't really talked about Hazel O'Connor, by the way. Saying that no, she, but, uh, I, she cut Tony Visconti's and Bowie's hair. But she's saying she was a hairdresser, is what she's saying. Not a hairdresser. No, I think she. Oh, she was a hairdresser. She said she she's in that thing. She I cut. You cut Tony's hair, would you cut mine? Yeah, but that doesn't mean she's a hairdresser. Oh, I see. I assume that that's... Yeah, maybe no. not. No. Okay. Uh, I think she was just working with Tony Visconti. Right. Cut, and his, cut hair. his hair in kind of yeah, a crazy, yeah. punky way. Right, right. There's a um, there's another slightly disappointing story about Bowie, which I saw in the Sunday Times. Okay, is, it, is this because when we discussed this podcast, mm. we talked about having Reese Thomas on it, my friend Reese Thomas, right. who does Brian Pern. And he might be on it next week uh, or the week right. after. But... You said, no, but I've got lots of interesting Bowie stuff just for you and me well, to share. So, uh, so what is that? Because I haven't heard it so far. Right. Well, I think what we were trying to do, and we will do, is talk yeah. about his live albums. Yeah, we were thinking right? about doing that. I yeah. think we should do that, because yeah. you've got a controversial view about his live albums. Yeah, I don't, I, yeah, OK, we'll come back to that. No, you don't think you've got a controversial view? Well, I don't know why it's controversial, but we'll come back okay, to well, it. OK, well, I can I've got some. I can tell you why in okay. a bit. But did you see the Moby interviews? So Moby, the... Mm. Um, Pop star. pop star, yeah, DJ, uh, pop star, right. vegan. He's got a book out. I've met Moby. Right. Well, he's, well that's looks a bit like you. That. <laughs> looks a bit like an egg, though, doesn't he? <laughs> and an egg. Um, he's got a book out. Yeah, I know about his sort of and it's debauchery. Absolutely mental. When have you, you read it? I've, I've read the excerpts that were in the yeah, Sunday Times. So have I, yeah. And he seems, I mean, you know, completely happy to just dish dirt on everyone and yeah. talk about how many drugs he took and all that. Yeah. So it's probably quite a good read. Yeah. But he talks about meeting Madonna and he talks about meeting Lou Reed. He doesn't mention you. Uh, um, no. <laughs> but he does talk about David Bowie. Yeah. And in it, he says, 
There's a, I won't do the whole story, but basically he talks about when he met him. And I think there's quite a lot of good stuff in this. David Bowie had been at my apartment to rehearse for a charity event we'd agreed to go. He got off the elevator, so he comes to his house. He got off the got off the elevator. You get out of one, don't you? Yeah. Anyway, he got. How did he get off with the elevator? <laughs> off the elevator said, "I wish you hadn't asked me that, <laughs> David." He got off the elevator before he was crushed against the roof. Yeah. Held out a coffee for me and said, "Delivery boy." Yeah. He sat down and on my David couch. Being and I took funny. Me. Right, and I thought so that immediately because I think it's a normal thing to do to bring someone a coffee. He's just made it not very normal, hasn't he, by sort of pretending to be a delivery boy. Well, being, David being funny, but also right. it's David being funny in that way, which often I think was to do with David being aware of being David yes, Bowie. definitely. So he's being like self-deprecating right. about, no, actually, obviously, right. it's David Bowie. Also, delivery boys don't bring you coffee, do they? No. That's a pizza. Yeah, I've never been brought coffee by a delivery boy. So it's, I once had at a dinner, I'm not going to name them because that would be bad, no. with one of... The most important media moguls in the world. Rupert Murdoch. Not him. Another one. I'm not going to say. Don't really know any other ones. I'm not going to say. Oh. Someone in Harvey his, Someone in his family. Someone in Rupert Murdoch's family. Yeah. James Murdoch. I'm not going to say who he is. <laughs> um, and he was really. They are said he. He yeah. was really friendly yeah. and really lovely. And then we were at this dinner, and he was being, you know, genuinely charming. So, to the extent that he said, when you're in New York, which is where he. You know, lives. Yeah, There's quite a lot of clues going on here. Um, <laughs> uh, you should come round and bring your kids around. Okay. And I thought, well, that's really nice. Yeah, no, that would be lovely, you know. Um, and he said, yeah, yeah, come round on a Friday night and we can have pizza and meatballs. Mm. Yeah. Strange And I thought, that's really nice and really... Well, and you're being very sort of human and... Yeah. But that's not quite what humans do. No, pizza and Pizza and meatballs. It's one or the other, isn't it? I would say it's one or the other. It's also, is he actually American, James Murdoch? Uh, I didn't say it was James Murdoch. This media mogul, is he actually uh, American? Has uh, he got an American accent? He has, yes. hasn't he? Because it's very American, isn't it? It's two very yeah. American things. I mean, even though obviously it isn't, yeah. it's sort of Italian. Yeah. But that's, you know, it is. You know what I mean? It sort of sounds like the. I see you, you mean. You go to it's America, like New York, yeah. And then you get a sub with meatballs right. in it. Right. Or you get a pizza. Right. Also, possibly meatballs yeah. on it. But I thought someone who's being genuinely kind and nice, but doesn't, so like live, Bowie, doesn't, doesn't live a normal life. So yeah. is doing the trap, you know, trying to say this is I know I, I can yeah. be normal, and has almost got it right, but yeah. it's slightly yeah like the red wine with the fish in James Bond. It's just a little window. I don't know what the red wine with the fish is. When James Bond is it Doctor No or and he's on the train with someone will know this on Twitter yeah. with with someone who's Doctor No is no James Bond right. is eating in the buffet car. You know all those seventies films that had buffet cars on yeah. trains, very yeah. exciting. Yeah. They're eating together, and we don't yet know this guy's a baddie. I think. Yeah. And then when the food comes, yeah. they order oh, he, fish and he orders a glass of red wine and that's uh, when James Bond knows there's something wrong with him. But red that's wine just snobbish, fish. isn't it? It's not only snobbish, it's very out of date. Um, one thing on. about Moby, yeah. going around to David's right. apartment, actually, yeah. no, it's in my in the bit I read, it's not David turning up at Moby's. He does okay. turn up at his and, right. and Moby can't believe it. Right. But what's brilliant is he can't believe it. David Bowie turns up at his apartment. You may have another bit to read out, but this is what I remember. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, oh, I can believe he's in my apartment. And I think he start, he sings something. Yeah, Hero. They start rehearsing. Yeah, they start singing Hero. He's together. like, blah, blah, blah. What I love about it is he's like incredibly keen to let you know that he was awestruck then and he's still yes. awestruck now. Then he gets invited to David's house and or apartment or whatever. Yeah. And there's like lots of fantastic people there. He's still yeah. really excited. But he has to tell you, and I think this is fantastic, that the vegan food yes, he was served was it. a bit average. That's exactly the bit. Yeah. So you've got exactly what you just said. There's Lou Reed there. 
um, wearing a shimmering metal jacket, and and they he goes right. He says during it's dinner, been a full metal jacket. <laughs> we, we, during dinner, we kept up a constant stream of chatter, except for Lou, who seemed content to eat and to drink his vodka and soda. Okay. We talked about... Imagine this conversation, man. This would be terrible. We talked about the war in Iraq, about our disdain and contempt for Republicans, about new movies. I mean, that's... I don't want to hear any of that, do you? Do you want to New hear movies that? is all right. New movies are all right. About the cold. The cold? Not but somebody who talk, had a cold. No, about the cold, about our new albums, about everything. Hmm. And as you say, this is how he ends it. My vegan food was average, <laughs> but I didn't care. I was dining with gods and goddesses on Olympus. Well, you did care, you say. Yeah, because you mentioned because it. Because you mentioned it. Like, if you were literally... Let's imagine you were literally dining with gods and goddesses. Right. So Zeus is there yeah. and... Uh, Aphrodite. Aphrodite and yeah. some kind of Hindu god, maybe. Right, right. You know, the elephant one. Uh, and Jesus, might as well throw right. him in. And, and on Mount Olympus? No, you're dining just generally. I'm trying oh, to make with gods it, and goddesses. I'm trying to make okay. it diverse, right? So right. there's lots of different right. types. And you wouldn't really think about the food, would you? If no, you, you were really yeah, yeah. dining with gods and goddesses. eat. You, yeah, you might do because they're always certainly wow. the Greek ones are always banqueting, yeah, aren't they? And you, actually, I I think, I mean, I suppose you might mention the food being average because it'd be quite surprising. Because particularly with the Greeks, you think like we'd all be like the nectar of the gods, yeah, and like you imagine that the grapes and the honey and the stuff yeah. that they ate was amazing, yeah, right. And if it turned out to be average, right. you probably would mention yeah. it. Yeah, I just think you probably... Yes, I see what you mean. But, but what I, I really mean, I think, is it's yeah. so fucking vegan. And I like vegans. My yeah, daughter's a vegan. I often think about becoming vegan myself. I totally yeah. think it's the right thing, ethically. Yeah. Not a vegan, because yeah. I like sausages. However, it's very vegan yes. to be like, oh, God, it was amazing. Yeah. The food was a bit average. It's, yeah, no, it, it's, it's, it's... But it's also... It's an un, it's an uncharitable thing to say, isn't it? Yeah. To, it is quite. To, you know, just, it's just unnecessary. Well, who was cooking the food? Well, in the thing it says, David says, Iman, Iman and I will cook you... Especially nicely made vegan food. Right, but food. that's not... They're not doing that. They've got a chef to do it, right? I guess. Yeah, So I guess. whoever the chef... I mean, this is, is the 90s. Yeah, so it would have been... Where veganism isn't quite yeah. as... I mean, that's... Maybe, maybe it was quite average. Developed just, yeah. as it is now. I in fact, I'm was... imagining some quite dry sort of vegan sausage and maybe that, potato yeah. that he had. That kind of... Yeah, so had. it does sound quite average now, you say, yeah, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. But but I was once in a restaurant and this guy sat next to me with two or three people. I could see, and they were sitting next to me, he was drinking the most extraordinary wine, like mm. proper Chateau Lafitte and sort of crazy stuff. And then they got to the end and they were drinking what's a Chateau de Chem, which is which probably known as yeah. one of the most potentially, you know, yeah. expensive sweet dessert wine, wine sweet dessert wines in the world. Yeah. Yeah. So looking, and at that point, he sort of caught our eye. Maybe he just could see us. And he said, would you like to try a bit? Oh, Which God. I thought was just fantastic. Wow. What a you lot. must have I mean, been looking really no, I think and like, I, think the truth I is, want some of that. As we were getting through our Jacob's Creek, it wasn't yeah. Jacob's Creek, I'm no. just trying to be relatable. Yeah. Um, we, I probably were a bit more bold and we probably said, I probably said at one point, oh, that looks, I mean, I probably said something. To be, right. But he graciously said, would you like a glass? And everyone was sort of drinking this wine and he was got everyone enraptured on his table. And he handed, I think there were three of us, a glass each of this sweet wine. Mm. And um, it was extraordinary because it was absolutely undrinkable. Right. It was completely gone, oxidised. Really? Like, absolutely undrinkable. And everyone at his table was... Car- so we sort of had to say, it's how wonderful, delicious. it's absolutely delicious. And I thought, I definitely can't say it's, it's not. It's disgusting. But, I mean, it's unequivocally disgusting. It's just gone. It right. completely lost. You could have said, this is average. I should have said <laughs> it's average. It's <laughs> really average. You're a God's Do you know ever had Jacob's Creek with a Jacob's Cream cracker? <laughs> Um, probably because wine yeah, and cheese some of people have Jacob's Creek probably have wine and cheese I think that might be a lot that happens a lot 
Yeah, that's probably quite yeah, a lot. Yeah. yeah. But I just, like, when you said, as you started to say, we had Jacob's Creek, yeah. I thought you were going to say, we had Jacob's Cream. Right. I thought, what, we had some crackers, but then it they turned out to They don't use cream in those crackers. No, they? I don't really understand how they are cream-based. Jacob's cream, but it's interesting, isn't it? They must, no, have, they must. Do you think at one cream, point it had some cream? Okay, no I'm cream. going to look it up. I, I, I don't think there's it. any cream. I'm in going it. to look it up. This might be as far as we've ever gone. The, the, uh, Jacob's cream crackers ingredients. What do you think? Do you think they have okay. cream in them or they don't have right. cream in them? The most, the biggest ingredient will yeah. be. Yeah, what will be the greatest ingredient? Wheat. <laughs> well, flour. Yeah. Okay, flour. Yeah, flour. What's the next one? Um, it's definitely not cream. I'm thinking salt. Salt's in there. It's not it's the second ve- it's one? It's vegetable oil. Vegetable Really? Yeah. Okay, yeah. vegetable oil, then salt? No. <laughs> you know what? I think people like us going off on tangents, but I feel listeners might much. be they might be just turning it off. I now. think they're shouting at their <laughs> podcast saying, yeah, emulsified saying, salt. Oh, yeah, wheat bran, raising agent, <laughs> barley and barley malt extract. <laughs> but you're right, there's no, no cream. cream. No cream. Right. Which means that Jacob... Right. Here he was. Right. Just said, let's try and make it sound luxurious, this cracker. Right. So we'll put in luxurious ingredient, right. not actually in the cracker. Family business started off in ladders. We did that. That went very well for us. And now we're going into... Was there Jacob's Ladder? What is Jacob's, Jacob's Ladder? Jacob's Ladder is like, yeah, what good is one. That? It's a film. But it refers... It must be more than that. refers to a kind of... It's a biblical thing. Like an altered state of consciousness, I think. Isn't Jacob's Ladder in the Bible? It's in the Bible. Or, it's to heaven or something, right, isn't it? Right, right. Anyway, I, yeah. Bella's starting to despair. I get a sense that Bella's despairing. But I think people... There. Back to the main question yeah, of the, main... the podcast. Yeah, I think people would have had Jacob's Cream Crackers with Jacob's Cream <laughs> Wine. I think that definitely would have yeah, happened I think quite I, a bit. I'd be surprised if that's never happened. Yeah. It'd be really quite surprising. Take a swig and swallow a goldfish. Well, no, yeah, but you'd have had some cheese as well. Mm. There's one bloke... I should get his name, actually. Yeah, I think it's... Yes, it's Stephen Winters. So Stephen has complained quite a lot that we don't do any outros. Okay. And he, it sort of bothers him yes. that we get to the end of the show and it just yes. there's an advert that we don't get paid right, for. Right. And you suggested, in fact, we just put it into the last week's uh, podcast that we should always go out. Oh yeah. Uh, with Mark Bolan saying thank you for goodbye. Um, I agree with that. There's, I mean, there's the only other one we could do. And this, this is seamless, isn't it? The way we're doing this. There's a very famous goodbye, also from Bowie. We could do both. Which one? What do you think? Well, not the one that. Which one? Well, it's. At the Hammersmith gig. Oh, what? Uh, what, saying say, the whole thing about, like, the, we're, when the last gig we'll ever do? Like, yeah, but but after my death, yeah. which he does, I think that's the encore. Yeah, and people are shouting we should go into, me. yeah, because he gets really annoyed in that and so tells people to shut up. And, oh, does he? Yeah, yeah. Does he? Like, well, can you play that? It's really... I've always loved the... He says, he says bye-bye, we love you. At the, but, and this at is the, the end of the Hammersmith gig. This is the end of gig. my death, yeah, at yeah. the end of the Hammersmith gig. But... For years, to my friend Piers, who we haven't mentioned for a while, whenever we've often when we've signed off a conversation, we say what we think he says really, which is "bub eye." Oh, really? It's a very, it's a very pronounced well, "bub eye." Okay, so that's that's good. So I think okay, let's play. Thank you for goodbye. Yeah. Here it is. Thank you for goodbye. So, <laughs> one would assume that's the archetype. That who can beat that? Who can beat as that? as a sign off? Well, yeah. maybe this is it. I've never heard this before. So play you, it. We'll probably remember it when you hear it, and then we. This is the this is him saying goodbye after at the end of Ziggy Stardust and the Spiders from Mars film concert. Thank you very much. Bye bye. We love you. I love that. That's it. Yeah, that's it. He doesn't say bye bye. He does. He says bye bye. Thank you very much. Bye bye. We love you. Bye bye. 
Did I say bye-bye? <laughs> it sounds a bit more, but it's slightly... It's, yeah, there's it's, something, there's character to that bye-bye. Bye-bye. It's bye-bye, bye-bye. we love you. But it's very unrockstar-like. Bye-bye, we love you. Bye-bye. Do you think? I think it's very unrockstar-like. He's Ziggy Stardust, he's at the height of his powers. Yeah. Bye-bye. Yeah, I mean, you built it up. Yeah, I built it up. Let's be honest. It's not knocking. Thank you for goodbye off its perch. Let's a sign off. play that again then. Yeah. Let's say. Let's let Mark say let's goodbye. Let's carry on that. <laughs> Thank you for goodbye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.